when sellers can anticipate, depending on your price range and your situation and, and the quality of your house, when you can anticipate... <laughs> Paul, what the, what the heck is this? Oh, you know. Gargan- How many gallons yeah, is little that? little side man? note here, side note here. I'm, I'm drinking a gallon of water. Holy today. smokes, man. You know, That well, is a huge... <laughs> that's uh, Barber's Orders. My barber told me to drink a gallon of water a day, so that's what I'm doing. Do you get all your medical advice from your barber? I do. I do. Abso- absolutely. So... Uh, Bradical oh, says drink a gallon of water a day. I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. That's not, a lot. Not Luis, the uh, the fitness guy. Now, hold here, on here. If you guys can see this, we, yeah. we got a 10 a.m. line here, Paul. We're at almost 1.30. What is going on I'll here? get her done, though. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Don't worry. I will I will get her done. Um, so, again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing looks absolutely ridiculous, but, hey, it's 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 it's, it's for my health. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I love the color choice. That's, that's great. Hey, guys. Paul Germany's here, and I'm with... Scott Nascente. And welcome to episode four of another real estate podcast and scott we're not gonna mess around here we're gonna get right into it and we're gonna start with not necessarily the holiday of easter although we all had a fantastic easter i think last time we were on here was just shy of easter um and we threw a little easter uh easter egg uh, event well i wouldn't and, call it little yeah and it absolutely smashed man it was uh it was fantastic so if you're listening to this or watching this and, and you were there thank you so much for coming. I mean, what a joy it was to put that on. I just, I honestly, I said it before, I'll say it again. I felt like everybody was so grateful to be there. Yeah. And we were too, uh, to have that many clients, friends and family there, 400 to 500 people. We had the Easter bunny, we had face painting, we had a massive Easter egg hunt. Yep. Um, a few rogue squirrels at the back stealing yeah. our eggs. Um, Not going to lie. When we, but, when we started putting the eggs out there, I was, uh, I was embarrassed by how many eggs we had. I was <laughs> like, this, like this is embarrassing, the amount of eggs that are here. So 2,000 eggs um, I personally stuffed. And, um, <laughs> yeah, by himself. So 2,000 yeah. eggs that, that, that we put together. And, um, yeah, then when we were putting them out there, it was just, I'm like, this, this, this is embarrassing. Like, we got to stop putting eggs out here. The Easter egg hunt kicked off. I'm talking 45 seconds, gone. gone. Clean sweep. Yeah. No more eggs. Everybody got a little, little piece of the of the pie there. Um, I don't know if anybody left empty-handed, but if they left empty-handed there, we still had something for them after. All the gift baskets were won, and uh, not without some controversy, but uh, tons of controversy. You know, it was a, it was a success, and uh, I think next year we'll do uh, four thousand. Right, Andrea? Yeah. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So get in our database. We have these yes. awesome events five, six, seven times a year. Uh, for our clients, friends, and family. So you got to get in the database. Yeah, sure. if you're not in the database, honest to God, just reach out. Don't be shy. Just send us a message, and we'd be more than happy to add you to it so we can not only have you at these events, but keep in contact with you with some awesome real estate-related content, just like we find uh, this podcast is. Absolutely. Now, let's get into the market let's data. Do Paul, I don't know if you saw the inflation report and the interest rate announcement this past week. Um, as we see in the headlines, at least the inflation has come down in Canada down to 4.3%, which is actually up month over month from last month, but it's down year over year, you know, adjusting for seasonality and whatnot. And as we all know, the interest rates are going to be tied to the inflation report. So when we see inflation coming down, that gives the ammunition to the bank of Canada to either continue the pause on rate hikes, or eventually it's going to hopefully lead to interest rate cuts. Now, why are we talking about interest rates and inflation? Who cares about that? Well, we're real estate agents, and this has a direct correlation to housing prices. So what they do is going to impact the market. If we remain on pause, and even if we start getting cuts later this year, early next year, what impact do you think that's going to have on the market, Paul, 
Well, the market's uh, the market's back to being extremely busy. Um, I know you track this inflation rate pretty pretty closely, and and this is heading in definitely heading in the right direction. And is this ahead or behind where where you thought it would be? Uh, we're in April right now. Is this is this ahead of pace for you? You think it, it's ahead? Like I, you know, if you would have asked me my prediction, um, I would have said that this is likely to happen eventually. What's happening now with the multiple offers and the rising prices? I just didn't think it would happen this soon. Um, but also, we were dealing with uncertain data. We weren't actually sure if inflation was going to come down or if they're going to continue rate hikes. But I did say, and you can go back and check some of the stuff we've been saying for a while. If they do pause rates, and if they do um, report lower headline inflation, it's going to have a significant impact on the market. And um, we didn't know when that was going to happen, but now that it has happened, we're seeing it play out. I'm seeing I'm, I'm seeing the market being busy with buyers, and and interest rates obviously are, are holding. And I'm seeing banks start to compete for those buyers' this is business once again, which is, like, is which is so nice to see. I think we we're we're down to about four and a half right now uh, on a five year. Is, is is that is that correct? Yeah, somewhere around there yeah. uh, for insured, maybe a little bit higher yeah. for the uninsured, but still um, but significantly. They're, they're, they see how many buyers yeah. are out there, and then now they're starting to compete for. Yeah, this is a good point. Buyers. A lot of people don't think about this, but the banks, uh, even though it's an oligopoly, there's only really five big banks here. They do compete with each other for client clientele. Obviously, one of the biggest aspects of their business is the mortgage business. Um, so if one of the big banks cuts, you're likely to see another one either follow suit or try to outcompete them. So that's what we are seeing now. It's hard for them to do that when they have uncertainty around interest rates themselves. But now that we have a little bit of clarity, we are seeing that competition out there and the rates start to come down in anticipation of future rate cuts Um you know, maybe not by the end of this year, but probably heading into next year is what we've been hearing. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, and, and and again, the unconditional offers are most definitely uh, back. But I wanted I want to touch on that uh, a little bit. So unconditional offers are back. What does that mean for buyers and sellers? So let's start first of all with buyer Scott. What is this like when, when you hear all oh, you know? And I hear you can't even have a home inspection these days and stuff like that. That doesn't necessarily, it's not, that, that's not true at all. You can have a home inspection. One, you can still make your offer conditional on a home inspection, but you'll have a certain timeline before they, before they look at offers typically. Guys, get the inspector in there during that three, four, five, six, seven days while the property's on market and get that thing inspected if you And wish. we call that a pre-inspection. You're yep. doing the inspection before the offer date. That way you can eliminate it from your offer when the offer date does come because we are seeing multiple offers and there's a lot of cash offers cash offer for us means no conditions so oftentimes you are competing with unconditional offers not every time and like paul said there are ways to navigate it um and there's also times when you might say hey you know what the the risk profile of this property is very low and you might be comfortable without an inspection right newer properties or properties that you know we have a lot of experience ourselves on inspections within a balance of probabilities, we can give a general sense of the quality of the property and the big uh, you know, seven that we talk about, roof, furnace, windows, AC, all that stuff. Um, also, uh, if there is, even if there are gonna be multiple offers and some people are coming in cash, if we have red flags on the property, we never recommend that our clients put themselves at significant risk going after something unconditionally without a pre-inspection or an inspection clause in your offer and then ending up with twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars of unexpected repairs after you close on the property, you want to avoid that at all costs. Um, so yeah, we're very cautious around these situations, but we do offer guidance depending on the situation. 
and um, always with the interest of protecting our clients. Yeah, so if you if you um, very easy to organize a, a inspection before before an offer date, if if we all feel of course that it uh, it needs one, we'll never recommend that a property doesn't necessarily need one. But at the end of the day, we can all kind of look at each other and see say, hey, what's your comfort level here? How do you how do you feel about this one? If you weren't to rate a home inspection on it, and if there's even a small inkling of a concern, we just get the thing inspected. If now properties sometimes will have a pre a, what we call a five point inspection on the property. Now to each his own. We we really don't um, we, we we really don't use those too much. It's nice to have a guideline for the showing and stuff like that. But we still want to get that inspected ourselves if if we feel it if we feel it needs it. Not that there's anything wrong with those, but we want to take it one step further and get uh, get an actual inspection. Well, it's only five points, and yeah. a, a real you know full inspection could take a couple hours and thirty points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. it's much more thorough. So I would forever and ever and ever, if I'm going to lose the deal, Scott, I want it lost on the inspection. Love it. I don't mind. Yeah. The, and, and if I lose a deal on an inspection, I love losing deals on an inspection because it just, it just saves my clients so much time, energy, and money um, a month, two months, three months down the road when these surprises come up. If we're going to lose a deal, let's lose it on the inspection. Never have I ever been upset about losing a deal on an inspection. So inspections, I mean, that could be a whole podcast uh, on itself. Maybe we'll have an inspector on one day. Ooh, love it. Ooh. I think it's something Fantastic. we should definitely set up. Uh, but yeah, we might uh, with the, they are, they are saying that the inflation rate is likely to come down to 2% by the end of the summer. Mm. Again, not sure that I believe that. Uh, it is falling fast and furious according to their headline numbers, but who knows. If that does happen, in my opinion, we're likely to continue to see a tight market where these pre-inspections and unconditional offers are still present. So it's not something that we take lightly, um, but we do have to navigate it because realistically, depending on your price range and the competitiveness of your market, if you're looking to buy a house, we have to adapt as well. Yeah, yeah. and so if what, that, what, what if that continues? And what does unconditional offers mean? So we know what it means for for buyers. I mean, just do your conditions before the offer date. Obviously, your first step before you even go look at houses should be should be the financing aspect of it. Always work on the financing first, so you know you're playing within your means, and we're not showing you houses that. Uh, not not that you can't afford, but houses that you're going to fall in love with. Because if I bring it up to this price range and you're only qualified down here, it's hard to bring you back down and show you something so that, that you enjoy. Now, very underrated. What does it mean for sellers when we enter back into an unconditional offer? Well, what it means is have your house ready to be pre-inspected. Um, on our listing appointment, we're, I'm going to go through your house. Scott's going to go through your house. Anybody who's at AWF is going to go through your house as if we're showing it to a client. And we're going to talk about those things that are probably going to come up in a home inspection. That way you're prepared for them and or can address and, and repair them. So never do we decline a pre-inspection. So we're always open to it. We want the buyer um, to know what they're buying and, and we want to be very open and not not hide anything because uh, uh, karma is a real thing too. I couldn't agree more with that. Um, and, and what this does as well, when sellers can anticipate, depending on your price range and your situation and, and the quality of your house, when you can anticipate... <laughs> Paul, what the, what the heck is this? Oh, you know Gargan? How many gallons yeah, is that? A little side man? note here, side note here. I'm, I'm drinking a gallon of water. Holy today. smokes, man. You know, that well, is a huge... That's um, Barber's Orders. My barber told me to drink a gallon of water a day, so that's what I'm doing. Do you get all your medical advice from your barber? I do. I do. Absolutely. So... 
Bradicle oh, says drink a gallon of water a day. I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. That's not, a lot. Not Luis, the uh, the fitness guy. Now, hold here, on here. If you guys can see this, we, yeah. we got a 10 a.m. line here, Paul. We're at almost 1.30. What is going on I'll here? get her done, though. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Don't worry. I will I will get her done. Um, so, again, yeah. So, yeah. This thing looks absolutely ridiculous, but, hey, it's 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 it's, it's for my health. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I love the color choice. That's that's great. Um, as I was saying, yeah. um, what this allows for sellers is when you can anticipate unconditional offers when you're selling your house, it allows you to actually go out and start shopping possibly ahead of time and even possibly buy something before selling. Yeah. This was not something we would recommend six months ago because we weren't sure what you can get for your house, whether, whether or not we could sell it for the price that you want or need. So we would recommend um, selling your house first a lot of times and yeah. then going to buy. Um, so, or, you know, doing a conditional house. And that would, stuff. that would really, uh, uh, you know, throughout the year that would flip flop, right? Sometimes the recommendation would be to sell first. Sometimes the recommendation would be to buy first as we head into a, a summer, late summer, early fall market. Well, the market tightens up. There's not as many buyers out there. Um, so we would always recommend selling first because we don't know if, if the property is going to sell or not in a timely manner. And there is more opportunity on the buying end as well. So um, that used to flip and flop. And I think this year it, it probably will again. Um, but as we've learned with the ebbs and flows of the market, we're going to report what's going on today. If you call me and you want to sell your house, I know it's a good time to sell today. Okay. Uh, what, what June looks like, I don't know, but today it's a good time to sell. Yeah, it's a great, great way of putting in. I think um, this is the value of working with a qualified real estate agent on the buy and sell side. Like things shift so quickly, so deeply um, based on so many variable factors, whether it's the time of year, interest rates, or a million other factors. And having that tuned in real estate agent to guide you, whether on the buy or sell side, is just, it's huge because this is what we do literally 24 7, 365. We're, we're in the game, right? So, so unconditional offers are most definitely back. And. Uh, golf is back as well. Indeed, indeed. The weather's warming up. We just what? had the Masters. Golf is back. You're going to play golf this afternoon, aren't you? Such a, no, no, I'll be at work all day, Scott. Okay. I'll be at work all day. Um, but golf is golf is back, and uh, you know, it's just the the the, the feeling of golf out there, and uh, you know, the seeing your your golf course friends and all that good stuff. I don't know if you don't golf, uh, um, you should because it's 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 the best and. We got a nice little listing coming up here. Speaking of golf, which just so little. happens, uh, we got a nice little listing coming up on arguably one of the best streets in all of Tecumseh, in all of St. Clair Beach, Pentilly. Special, special street. Amazing And street, we've yeah. got an absolutely fantastic executive two-story coming up with all the bells and whistles, boasting well, well, well over uh, 3,000 square feet on the main floor plus a full finished basement and scott i've stood in this house in the in the uh living room dining room kitchen wherever i'm at it feels like you're literally on beach grove golf and country club and there's not even a road there albeit a small road but this house is special right on the course right on the on the street you want to be on and i've tried my hardest to hit this house many times i can't so it's in a good spot (laughs) it's not going to get in the uh any golf balls off the windows. That's not a guarantee though. <laughs> yeah. So, fantastic street. One of the, one of the top streets. I think there's a, uh, a lineup of people waiting uh, and hoping to get into that yeah, area. So and, and by all means, be if, very interesting. If, if you've ever wanted to live on Pentilly and, uh, and, and you have some questions about it, feel free to reach out and I'd be more than happy to, uh, to talk about it. And I'm, and I'm guessing we're going to have the full marketing package 
you know, on the on the come up soon, right? Yeah. For, available for people to check out online or in person, whatever the case yeah. is. So, that will go live on market uh, early early May. Currently, actively being worked on, uh, staged and uh, and and just just dialing in. This 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 house shows like it's brand new and. Uh, our good friend Gino Paccioni of Timberland uh, had a, had a, quite the hand in the build there. So yeah, can't exciting, wait. Can't exciting wait. listing for sure, 100%. Yep. Now, on, on that note, one of the things we want to talk about here is the psychology of low list price. I think there's a lot of confusion from buyers and sellers on things that are listed well below market value. I don't know what's, what's so funny right now. but The water. <laughs> yeah. Um, things that are listed well below market value. You see something listed at three ninety nine. Everybody knows it's worth four fifty or more. Why are we as agents doing that? Why are we recommending it generally for sellers? And what can buyers expect? Paul, if you want to touch on that. Any thoughts there? Yeah, so if I go back to Pentilli, that's not like the, the psychology on a on a home of that of that price and that level does not work on those typically because the buyer pulls a lot smaller. But really anything in the in the three, four, five, six, seven hundred range, um, the 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 proper strategy most definitely is to list it lower, list it a little bit more on the aggressive side. That way the price when people pull it up online, it registers to them right away, and and the showings um, the showings excel on on the listing. You have to take care of one problem at a time. The first thing we always want to take care of is our presentation of the home and the marketing. Second thing we want to take care of is the amount of people we can get into the home. There's no better marketing tool to getting people into the home than price. It, it's always has been that way, and it and it and unfortunately it always will be. Now, people, we see the realtor.ca comments and all that stuff. We know it's listed below what we're expecting. And at the end of the day, us realtors, we don't really want to list it that much under value. We, we don't, but it's the only way that the buyers respond, unfortunately, still in this market. If the, uh, yeah. if, the, if the buyers switched the way they responded to the list price and we listed everything for what it's worth and negotiated and all that, then that's what we would do. But they just don't respond to it. And, and this is the point here. The psychology of buyers has been for the past three years, something's listed low in their mind because they've been trained to do this for the last three years. They're already tacking on fifty dollars to $100,000 onto the list price in their mind subconsciously. So if they see something at three ninety nine dollars in their mind, they're thinking, hey, four fifty dollars to five hundred. So if you try listing at $500,000, they are thinking five fifty dollars to six hundred. dollars They might not even come see it even if we're only expecting 500 because we listed it where it's supposed to be. So the psychology of the buyer has been distorted by the distorted market, leaving us no choice if we want people to come view the property to, but to list low so that they can understand that this is likely going to be in their price range. And I thought you brought up a great point. People don't look at the price as marketing, but it's probably the biggest marketing tool that we have is that attractive price. And a lot of the stuff that I go to look at, is there's a sticker price and then there's the reality once you're done whether it's new a new construction home or even a car they're going to advertise the lowest price then you get in there and you start to say hey with well, this option this option and this option it's another 20k and, and price will will get them to come see the property which is what you want you want your prospective buyers out there to actually experience the experience of the home you want them to pull their car up and to the street that they're going to park on or the driveway you want them to walk up the porch. You want them to open the door. You want them to step into that foyer and see what they see. We know what they see is going to be great because we stage a lot of our properties. 
but you want to have that experience. Real estate's very uh, emotional. It's very, uh, people connect with, with real estate. And we want them to have that experience and make that decision from the home that we're selling for the sellers. And I think that's, we'd be doing our sellers a disservice if we didn't give all the buyers an opportunity to, at the very least, experience that now i promised i wouldn't cry after saying this but i'm getting a little teared up over here my god it's two of us. it's al- allergy i'm pretty sure it's allergies yeah yeah it's a uh, season yeah that, that i so, mean you said it beautifully there it's the experience and uh getting people to experience the drive up and the neighborhood and you know the the schools right there the golf course across the street or the park down the street whatever the case is for that particular home they're not going to experience it if they think it's priced too high and if it's going to be out of their budget so these are all reasons why we do it. We don't like doing it. It would be fantastic if we could just list that market value and the property sells and everybody's happy. Unfortunately, the psychology of the buyer has been distorted by a distorted market that we have no control over. So, And then to touch on a little bit more of the psychology, and I know we've talked about this before, you know, the news cycle still is presenting as, you know, the market's kind of crashing and all these buzzwords. And if a buyer comes in and it's priced a little bit higher and there's only one offer, the psychology of the buyer is going to get their own way and they're going to say, well, how come nobody else likes this property? I must be making a mistake here. The market's crashing. This one's overpriced. I'm going to lowball it or, or not uh, offer on it at all. Where on the other side, if it's priced at a certain price and there's four or five offers on it and six or seven or whatever it is and all those people like it, well, that psychology of the buyer changes as well where they're like, I like this house. I like the price when I saw it. Um, other people like it as well. They see what I see. I'm going to take a good run at this house. I'm going to give it my best because now, now I want it because these other people are actually insulating my thought process. That, that's so huge of a statement there. It's just basic human psychology. We, we want what other people want. And if we want something that nobody else wants, then we start to question why we want it and if we should be wanting it. So if you price too high or even at market value and you only end up with one offer on the sales side, you're going to have that probably basic psychology play out, which is, hey, why does nobody else want this property? I'm overpaying. The market's going to crash. If this was such a valuable property, there's other properties getting multiple offers. This one's not. I, I must be overpaying here. Let's come in well under asking price. Yep. Whereas when we flip the script, list low, get multiple offers. Now we've got the social proof to actually have this work in our favor so very, very kind of some deep psychology here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know you had your psych degree, but oh, hey. here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Um, yeah. So, so that's that's some deep stuff. That's why we do what we do. A lot of time, not every time, not every time warrants it. Not every price range warrants it. But the experience, the sixteen years of experience for somebody like yourself, lets you learn this and uh, give awesome guidance real time to your to your clients and our and our clients. So that's why we do it. Yeah, speaking of awesome guidance, did you watch Love is Blind? I, I have not gotten into the show. I've watched a couple, <laughs> and man, there's a lot of drama. Anyways, no, no, no in short. It is, it is like my, uh, it is an electric show. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. My <laughs> algorithm right now on, on my social media is just giving me what I want day after day. What are you, what I'm, what I'm is Tiger it? Woods, Love is Blind memes, um, <laughs> real estate and um and and nfl still lions for some reason so <laughs> shout out to my algorithm for just feeding me the content that i absolutely love and if you haven't watched love is blind like i'm sorry it's just a, it's just what, a what is it about love is blind that you're so you know, me and the, you know me and the mummy watch it at night and it's 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 a little bit of our uh, guilty pleasure and uh i don't know i just uh, every time it's on I'm like there's no way they can pull off a good a good episode and a good cast here again and 
is this is Nick this... and Vanessa Lachey? They just keep pulling off great seasons, and they just had the reunion. Reunion lacked a little bit for me, um, but you know, other than that, it was it was, it was a great season, man. Is this, <laughs> is this the one where they uh, talk but don't see each other? That's right. Scott. Okay, okay. Sounds like you've watched it. I plead the fifth. Okay, plead the fifth. <laughs> well, on that note. We will wrap it up here. Well, real quick though, oh, yeah, Paul, yeah. do you believe that love is blind? I do. I do. Okay. If I'm being honest, I, uh, I, I do. I do. I, um, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's dig into the yeah, I might have, I might have to dive into this uh, series, though, the way you're hyping it up. No, so. you should. It's a little, yeah. uh, just throw it on a little, little background. Uh, I say a little background noise, but like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm deep into it and, uh, and fully focused when I'm watching it. So we'll see. Season five should be out uh, within a few months, and we'll see if they can do it again. I'm sure they can. Yeah, awesome. Are Scotty. we ending on this Love is Blind? Yes, nope. Scott, okay. I appreciate okay. you so much. Same, bro. Uh, way to keep crushing it out there. And guys, if you need any advice, if you need anything real estate related, if you need to know what the hell's down the street sold from you, always, always, me and Scott, available, whatever you need. We're here every day, seven days a week. Let's do it. 365, 364, right. Christmas. I love Christmas. <laughs> home, home, my favorite movie.